You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge Podcast, the Shareathon edition. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. Shareathon is a time for KFUO Radio when we uh, ask you, our listeners, to support us, prayerfully support us as you are able to do. And this year is a little different because of the coronavirus pandemic. So we're actually on the air with Shareathon in June, which is a bit of a strange thing for us. But. But as usual, we are coming to you with special programming and uh, showing you a, a little glimpse into uh, KFUO Radio so that you can uh, consider supporting us with your uh, financial support for KFUO Radio to help keep us on the air. So we're going to do a little something special for the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. Normally, one of us uh, takes an episode and we and we run with it with one of our, our our special things that we like to talk about. But you get to hear all four of us today, and so we're doing mini episodes, four little mini episodes. And uh, I'm going to go first with a hymn sing episode, which is super exciting. I love talking about hymns. Uh, if you listen to the Coffee Hour at all, we love talking about hymns on the Coffee Hour. And since we also share a lot of missionary stories on the Coffee Hour, which is Another thing that I love talking about, all of our LCMS missionaries around the world, I thought it would be fun to talk about a hymn in our Lutheran service book that's actually originally from East Africa. So if you like researching hymns, uh, I highly recommend that you get the Lutheran service book Hymnal Companion from Concordia Publishing House. It might be one of the best purchases you ever make. I, uh, I dig into this thing all the time. It's fantastic. So... What I'm going to talk about today is Lutheran Service Book 833, which is Listen, God is Calling. Uh, maybe you've sung it, maybe you haven't, and if you haven't, you totally should. It's a Kenyan text and tune from anonymous sources. So the text is originally in Swahili. Uh, it's Neno Lake Mungu. It was only known orally until Howard Olson transcribed it from the singing of a choir that had learned it from an oral tradition. And I'll tell you more about Howard Olson in just a second. Uh, he published it in 1979, and from that time, it has become one of the most popular African hymns, and it's in a lot of hymnals, too. It's even in German, which is exciting, and I did not know that. <laughs> Translated by Ralph Peter Zettler and Reinhard Bogdan, and it's called Hört Gott erruft euch. And I really want to hear it in German now because I know what the Swahili <laughs> sounds like and I know what the English sounds like, but I really want to know what the German sounds right. like. <laughs> so Howard Olson, uh, he's actually a really interesting character, and I don't have time to give you his whole life story because that would take me a normal 45-minute episode. But uh, here's some of the important highlights. Uh, he was born July 18th, 1922 in St. Paul, Minnesota, and graduated from Gustavus Adolphus College in St. Peter, Minnesota, with a BA in English in 1943. And then he went to Augustana Seminary for his Bachelor's in Divinity in 1946. His dad and his brother were also ministers, following in his family footsteps. So at Augustana, he studied under the Reverend George Anderson, who was there during furlough from Tanzania, where he was serving as General Missions Director for Orphan Missions for Augustana Lutheran Church. So Mr. Olson was inspired to become a missionary by Reverend Anderson. And fun fact, he also ended up marrying Reverend Anderson's daughter, Anna Louise, which I think Aww. is an adorable love story. <laughs> so he was ordained on Sunday, June 16th, 1946. And he married Anna Louise on June 17th, 1946. 
And then they left for Tanzania that summer, where they would serve for 42 years. So he is a long-term missionary, which is awesome. He learned Swahili, and he also learned Rimi, which is one of the indigenous languages in Tanzania. So over these years, he worked as a parish pastor, a translator, a founder of a school, a language teacher, and a missions administrator. So super awesome guy. He received a PhD in linguistics, one of my favorite subjects, and cultural anthropology from Hartford Seminary Foundation in Connecticut in 1964. And then he took a call to Lutheran Theological College, now to Maini University, Makumira, where he taught until 1988, which is in Tanzania. So during his time in Africa, he wrote many books on linguistics and anthropology, as well as textbooks for African languages, including the first textbook for Koine Greek in Swahili, which is awesome. Wow. He might be best known for his work collecting traditional African hymns and tunes, such as the Swahili language hymnal, Tumshangile Mungu Niembo za Kikristo za Africa, or Let Us Praise God, African Christian Songs. That is the first time I've spoken any Swahili on the air. And a really big great. shout out to Sandra <laughs> Ryan and uh, Deacon Sandra Ryan and Rahima Kavuga for helping me with that pronunciation. <laughs> so this hymnal has six editions and contributed to the U- the hymnal of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Tanzania, as well as the Kenyan Catholic hymnal. Uh, a lot of the hymns that Mr. Olson gathered were later translated into English German and French for their for those language hymnals as well. Super cool. So the texts we have two texts from him in our Lutheran service book. Uh, one is "Listen, God is Calling," and the other is an Easter hymn, four sixty six, "Christ Has Arisen, Alleluia," which is also an awesome hymn. So if you haven't sung that one either, it's really fun to play it with with African instruments too. It's really fun. anyway. So the text, uh, it speaks really simply and really clearly about our triune God and about how we receive Christ's forgiveness through baptism, but not everyone has heard that good news, so we go out and share it. This is the Great Commission, right? And also the reason why we do what we do on KFUO Radio. Great. We have received the good news of Jesus, so we want to tell that to the world. And our slogan, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, you know, we share the good news of Jesus with everyone around the world. So Mr. Olson translated the original Swahili text very loosely, so it sounds better in English, which I'm very thankful that he did it that way. (laughs) The literal translation from Swahili shows a little bit about how an East African hears and confesses about salvation through Jesus Christ. So the the loose translation is, or the the literal translation, uh, the leader says, the word. And then the the stanzas go, God's word is calling you a word of salvation and very good. Jesus said, preach God's word of salvation. Go everywhere throughout the world. Also baptize in the triune name. Let us all stand. Let us all stand. Let us hear the word of salvation. So that's very simple text of this hymn. And in the Tanzanian tradition, the hymn is sung right before the gospel reading. And so when they sing the words, let us all stand, they actually stand up. Uh, and stay standing through the rest of the gospel reading. Really cool tradition. So Mr. Olson discovered the hymn in Tanzania while at a graduation ceremony for the Arusha Diocese of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Tanzania. And he had he had the choir sing it again after the ceremony so that he could tape it, like tape recorder it. <laughs> Remember those back in the day. Uh, 
<laughs> and uh, and notate it afterwards. So it had only been learned orally before this time. He was the first person to actually write it down. And he was asking around, trying to figure out where it had actually originated from, but nobody knew. But randomly, sometime later, he heard it being sung on a street corner in Nairobi, Kenya. And through uh, Monsignor Augustin de Ukuya, who was born in the same Tanzanian town as his wife, Anna Louise, funny enough, uh, he learned that the hymn was actually of Kenyan origin, which huh. is why it is now listed as a Kenyan hymn. So the most unique thing about this call and response tune is that the there's a single beat in the last measure of each verse, and that is on purpose, and it propels the singing forward so it doesn't mm-hmm. get bogged down. Huh. So the tune setting is by Austin Lovelace, uh, and he was born on March 26, 1919 in Rutherford, North Carolina. He ultimately got his master's and his doctorate in sacred music from Union Theological Seminary in New York City. He was a highly talented organist, lecturer, hymnologist, church musician, and composer with compositions numbering more than 700 through 34 publishers. And he wrote several books until his death in Denver on April 25th, 2010. So this is a super fun hymn to memorize with your family. It's really short, so it's pretty easy for kids also to memorize. And it really gets stuck in your head. I've been, as I've been researching this over the last couple of days, it is, I think it's been constantly in my head in Swahili too, which is really fun. (laughs) Even just talking about it right now, I have it in my head and I don't know when I'm going to get it out again. So. Right. Right, I know. It's really, it's really, really fun. Um, And it's it's also uh, African hymns or hymns from other places around the world are just so fun to learn about because it's not just our American Lutheran tradition that we have in our hymnal and that we get to celebrate. They also pretty much always have fantastic harmonies like built into them. So they're really fun to sing if you enjoy harmony. Uh, So that's another thing I always I like. I think I only that. know the harmony line for that one. Please remember to support KFUO Radio during share 2020. Uh, we are listener supported, so we do rely on your contributions in order to stay on the air. You can make a one-time gift or ongoing gift at kfuo.org slash share You can also give by text message. You can text KFUO to the number 41444. And we'll be right back after this break with more Lutheran Ladies Lounge. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. Each weekday on The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah, we share and discuss stories of living boldly Lutheran. Including missionary updates, mercy work, events and topics applicable to your daily vocations, and maybe some fresh dark roast. The Coffee Hour weekdays at 9 a.m. on KFUO, underwritten by Concordia University, Wisconsin. to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. 
This is the special share 2020 edition of the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. And during this time of share at KFUO Radio, we are asking you, our listeners, to prayerfully support the mission and ministry of KFUO Radio. We are listener-supported, and we do rely on you to keep us on the air so we can keep sharing the good news of Jesus Christ around the world in broadcast and podcast programming. We get to be one of those podcasting programs, uh, and we get to share some of our favorite things on our podcasts. And one of those favorite things are quizzes with Rachel. And I think this quiz is very appropriately themed for today. It is. Are you guys ready to like Rachel answer a few challenging questions? <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, the theme for Rachel's trivia challenge this time around, Sherathon edition, is the history of KFUO. So (laughs) we'll see how much you guys know about this venerable radio station. I I feel like I'm going to be embarrassed because I'm the actual employee. I feel like Sarah, you should not get to participate. (laughs) Well, I've got. One question specifically for Sarah at the end. So even oh, no. <laughs> even if she beats us in the rest of the challenge, she'll have it have it coming to her. Okay. So are we ready? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The first KFUA broadcast took place between 9.15 and 11 p.m. on December 14th, 1924. It was broadcast from a room in the old seminary on South Jefferson. Uh, Concordia Seminary, that is. But in what room of the building was this broadcast sent from? Was it the basement, the attic, a storeroom, or a faculty lounge? Which I'll room in the answer. building? <laughs> I know this, but I was the know original KFUO studio. I say the attic. I'm going to say the storeroom. The radio has to, the, the broadcast signal, they do best in the towers. So they wanted to get high. You are right, Aaron. Good thinking. <laughs> it was an attic that was converted into the first KFUO studio. <laughs> Question two. Which Lutheran organization pledged the first $2,285 to get things started uh, when KFUO was launched? I don't actually know that. LWML? No. That was my Good guess. Lutheran Layman's League. Yes, ma'am. Erin, oh. I'm on fire. Man. Yes, the <laughs> LLL, which is in this case not the Lutheran Ladies Lounge, but the Lutheran <laughs> Layman's League, was a key donor to get KFUO started. Other donors included Concordia Seminary, the Walther League, And the St. Louis Lutheran Publicity Association, which I did not know ever existed, but that's really cool. Wow. (laughs) Recognized founders of KFUO were the Reverend Professor J.H.C. Fritz, the Reverend Richard Kretschmann, and, or Kretschmar, sorry. And what other notable Lutheran is sort of completes this set of three key founders for KFUO? Sarah, I think you get to answer this one. It was Walter Meyer, wasn't it? It was. The (laughs) Reverend Dr. Walter A. Meyer of Lutheran Hour fame was a key person in the early years of KFUO. All right. I know know that one from giving tours. (laughs) (laughs) 
awesome. See? See? <laughs> All right, but can you answer me this? I have always wondered this, so I was glad oh, to figure no. it out for for this quiz. Where did KFUO get its distinctive call sign? What do the what do the letters mean and where did they come from? I know what the letters mean. So do you want me to tell K, you? Right? Because the K the K just meant which side of the Mississippi we're right. on. Yeah. So it's the the F U O that we're trying to distinguish. Yes. Um, um give us a hint. Give us a hint. Uh, uh, They're directional words. Oh, forward, <laughs> upward, outward. Onward? Onward. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Nice. Keeping forward, onward, upward were what the letters it stand, early. It was an early slogan for the. But actually, the letters were assigned by the federal government. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's an FCC call sign. <laughs> they gave us the call sign. I can't imagine, you know, a, a church radio station willingly choosing exactly that set of letters. Um, but it's, <laughs> no one made that choice. It yeah. was simply the uh, federal government assigned the the call sign, and then hmm. yes. It was turned into keeping forward, onward, upward, which I love. How long has KFUO been broadcasting at AM 850? Give me a year and we'll see who's closest. Well, it's since 1924. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's not. I think it's she feels not. that's too obvious. Okay, that I'm going to go obvious. with... It's not... <laughs> I'm going to go with... straight up trickery right now. Uh, 1953. I'm gonna say also 1953 because I don't. I'm have curious. A in my <laughs> what part of our history I'm really confused about right now? <laughs> well, KFUO has been at AM 850 since 1940. Previously, oh. it was at AM 530, and then briefly at uh, AM 830 before it moved to 850, where it has been. For the last 80 years. Wow. Um, now I remember that history. <laughs> fun fact, the reason KFUO doesn't broadcast 24 hours is not because you guys don't want to, but because you share that wavelength with a radio station out of Denver who gets dibs at nighttime. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yep, okay. AM signals are fun like that. <laughs> so. Moving on. Yes, sharing is caring. Moving on. KFUO, of course, has many wonderful programs on it, uh, including Thy Strong Word, one of my personal favorites, Orazio, uh, for obvious <laughs> reasons, since my husband has been involved with that. Um, but which long-running KFUO program, which was on air from 1956 to 2013, was at one time distributed not just via KFUO, but on 800 outlets, five continents, and had up to 5 million listeners. And it's not the Lutheran Hour. Is it White Horse Inn? No, no. that's still... That's 1956 is when this started. I feel like uh, I should know this. It's not the Bible study. Time? Nope. Uh, Think of another key... Lutheran brand name that you may have woman to woman. Nope. Uh, Adventures in Odyssey. <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> still not. Also not Lutheran. Nope. Uh, Just kidding. 
Okay, I'm so glad I finally stumped you like properly. <laughs> <laughs> it was a two minute daily portals of prayer devotional. Oh, right. Oh! It's hugely There's popular. Really- there's some really cool stories about that. They had like an, a whole office dedicated to that. We actually got to interview one of the guys that specifically worked on that back in the day. Super, super cool stuff. Yeah. They would actually yeah. like make, you know, discs, what, records. <laughs> they would make records and like send them to people. Super cool. Wow. Okay. Moving forward, since Sarah, you are the uh, online online uh person for kfuo what is your oh boy actual job title digital media specialist there we go digital media specialist can you tell me when did kfuo launch its website and begin online streaming before my time uh uh 2002 i was gonna say 2001 oh you guys give me more credit oh wait you already got it okay no no? 1998. I was going to say 1998. That was my second guess. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, KFUO was a, an early, early uh, adopter, which uh, I think is really awesome that they figured out how to get it online really uh, early on in the internet. Well, um, and that's one of the things that we pride ourselves on is actually being at the, at the uh, forefront of technology as things change. We're one of the first radio stations that was ever podcasting like yeah. ever on wow. iTunes, which is really awesome. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. And I remember when I was a kid, I thought KFUO was just something you listened to when you were driving through St. Louis on the way to grandma's house. <laughs> but it's been wonderful to realize, oh, no, this is just an enormous amount of Lutheran gospel-centered audio content that is available to me on whatever device I happen to have which is yeah. great. Anytime, also, anywhere. Anytime, anywhere. Exactly. All right. Our last question. We're, we're rounding the home stretch here, friends. So, Sarah, as the digital oh, media specialist for KFUO, you know that KFUO is active on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at KFUO Radio. But can you tell me, Sarah, the, the rest of you can guess too if you want to. Yes. Sarah, exactly to the number, can you say oh, how no. many Facebook fans like KFUO Radio? Today at this ex- at, at this moment. Yes, right let's now. see if you can get let's see if you can get within like say 20. 7740. Yep. Very cl- you're within 20. It's 7728. Yes. yes! yes! Which I know my, how to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> Which to my mind is just not quite enough. So if you are listening out there and are not yet following KFUO Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, head on over there, find them, click like. You will get so much good stuff out of this. Sarah thinks there are uh, 12 more people <laughs> than there actually are on the Facebook page. So let's see if we can get at least 12 more people before the end of this hour to like the Facebook page. Of course, this is pre-recorded, so you're probably very right by now, Sarah. <laughs> I hope so. Facebook follower drive during Sherathon. Still, 12 plus more people. Head on over to Facebook and find at KFUO Radio, where I believe you can also find the Lutheran Ladies Lounge, can't you, Sarah? 
Yes, you can. You can find us on Facebook. We do have a group for all the ladies who are listening to this. Uh, if you just search for the Lutheran Ladies Lounge on Facebook, you'll find it. We have our own content there. Uh, it's a it's a good group of women, sisters in Christ. We like Solid. to share share our community together. It is it is great stuff. Uh, thanks, Rachel. That was super fun. <laughs> I think you only stumped me like twice. <laughs> We have more Lutheran Ladies Lounge coming up right after a quick break. Uh, during this time, though, this is share This is our time to ask you, our listeners, to prayerfully support our mission and ministry at KFUO Radio so that we can stay on the airwaves and online and on all of our podcasting so we can keep sharing the good news of Jesus Christ to everyone around the world. You can go to kfuo.org slash share to give online. You can even text to give your gift. You can text KFUO to the number 41444. And we thank you very much for all of your financial support. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast, the share edition. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 10 states, If the iron is blunt and one does not sharpen the edge, he must use more strength. But wisdom helps one to succeed. Find this true wisdom in Christ on Sharper Iron every weekday morning at 8 a.m. here on Worldwide KFUO. Sharpen the iron of your faith together with two pastors as they take up the sword of the Spirit to proclaim the gifts of Christ crucified and risen for you. Listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. This is the special Sherathon edition of the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast, which means that you get to hear all four of us share a little mini episode of one of our usual segments, which is super duper fun and like a whole mashup of a whole bunch of stuff. It's also Sherathon for KFUO Radio, which is our yearly time to ask you, our listener, to prayerfully support KFUO Radio. We are listener supported. So we do rely on you and your generosity to stay on the airwaves so that we can keep sharing the good news of Jesus Christ to everyone around the world. One of those ways is through the sisterhood of the Lutheran Ladies Lounge group on Facebook and this podcast. So we we are very grateful for your financial support so that we can also keep doing what we're doing here and to provide this place for our sisters in Christ to have some life together time. So part of that is talking about food because we're Lutheran. We talk about food, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so it's Aaron's recipe card for this segment. So yeah. take it away, Aaron. So I today I'm going to talk about one of my favorite foods, and that's eggs. I yes. love eggs. Oh, I love eggs. <laughs> any any form. Like I I don't think I've come across a form yet that I don't love the egg. But when I think about potlucks and eggs, what comes to my mind is deviled eggs. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic dish for potlucks because one, you can take just a, a single half of a deviled egg. And if you're at a potluck, let's be honest, it's polite. You should take just a half because everyone is going <laughs> to want one and they're going to go fast. So if you're taking more than just a half of a deviled egg, 
you probably ought to wait and come back once you've everyone has gone through the line instead of taking two at the beginning. But <laughs> it's already a nice single serving right there. So that's nice for potlucks. It's also really portable, much more so than I realized at first, uh, because you can just wait and fill them on site. So Ooh. you bring the halves of the deviled egg, the, the egg whites, the empty egg whites, bring those separately. And then when you get to church, you have your egg yolk filling in a Ziploc baggie, snip the little corner off the Ziploc baggie, and then just pipe that right into each of your deviled eggs. It's quick, and then they are fresh. They haven't fallen over all over. You don't need the fancy egg carrier. If you have one, great, but you don't need it. And then you could just sprinkle it on with your little garnish, whatever you want, or serve them as is. So they're, they're great for potlucks in that way. I also really like the deviled egg because, and eggs in general, because they are so flexible. They can be, you, they will basically, <laughs> they will adopt any flavor profile you want to throw at them. So today I decided for this episode to, to try and go a traditional route and then also mix it up a little bit. And so for the traditional route, I went with just a classic mustard and dill sort of mm. flavor profile. Mm. Classic. Mm -hmm. That's a classic deviled egg right there. Um, I did. I always like a little fancy. That's who I am. So I was looking at <laughs> my fridge really? and I thought, you know, you often you need a little pickle in your in your deviled egg. And I thought, well, I've got some pickle, but you know what else I have? I have some pickled beets and mm. I thought Ooh. I am going to make my eggs pink. So <laughs> once, once I had boiled the eggs, then I just dropped them in the jar of pickled beets that I had. And that beet juice, it stains, you know, this, if you've ever gotten it on anything, it's a beautiful fuchsia color. So it immediately <laughs> tinted those eggs bright pink and then I thought to myself, well, why not just chop up one of those pickled beets? Uh, I like my pickled beets crunchy to begin with. So I thought that would add a nice little crunch to the deviled eggs. So I just chopped that up and mixed it in. So my traditional one, as far as the flavor profile goes, is also a beautiful shade of pink, which I thought was appropriate for the Lutheran Ladies Lounge deviled eggs. Mm. <laughs> it is the right color. This is true. It is. The other egg that I chose to chose to make up, I wanted something a little more a little more zippy. And so <laughs> I went with an Ethiopian spice blend that I have called Berbere. It's sort of like Indian curry blends if you've had those, but a little different balance in the spices. So this one has lots of cayenne pepper and also cardamom, uh, cumin, mm. uh, just lots of different things. Garlic, ginger, all pre-blended because it's a, a blend that I just bought. So I added some of that. So it is, it's got this great savory, spicy, it's actually pretty spicy because of the cayenne pepper, cayenne sort of flavor to it. And then I, for for both of them, 
I wanted to garnish it with a little sprinkle. So on the traditional one, I chose to just sprinkle on some dill weed and then also some paprika. Um, mm. Most of the time, deviled eggs have a little bit of paprika on them. I'm pretty sure that's actually partly why they're called deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Because of the, the paprika or the cayenne is part of what makes it deviled eggs. Hmm. little factoid. Um, <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the Ethiopian deviled eggs, I decided, well, why, if it's already got cayenne in there, why not add a little more? So for those, I just sprinkled on the cayenne as, as the little garnish to finish them off. Something to consider is deviled eggs. I will, I'll throw out some ratios there for, for us um, afterwards, but you don't have to make a whole giant batch. You can make a single deviled egg really quickly and easily. If you like oh. deviled eggs, there's no reason you have to like save it for a special occasion. Boil up a single egg, or if you like to hard boil an egg, whatever. All you do is mash up the yolk and mix in a little bit of mayo and then whatever else, and voila, you've got a deviled egg. It takes like five minutes once you already start. <laughs> I mean, if you have if you start with a hard boiled egg. That's it's a game changer. It totally really is. <laughs> and if you have an instant pot, boiling eggs is like yes. right. super duper fast. It's super easy. There's no reason this needs to be reserved for special occasions. But if you have chickens, so this summer I have mm-hmm. I don't have chickens, but I have friends who have chickens, and they are producing eggs at apparently a phenomenal rate. And so I'm being constantly <laughs> given eggs. So if you find yourself with a lot of eggs, deviled eggs. It's a fun, a fun way to do it. Mm. Other great things you can mix into deviled eggs, bacon, bacon and eggs. Of course. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Some chopped bacon. What, I don't know. Do you guys have any favorite deviled eggs sort of flavor profiles? Sarah, I don't know. I can't remember what year at Concordia, Chicago, that they did this. I don't know if you were there yet. I know Are you talking about the chicken? No, 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 not Concordia oh. chicken. Different story. <laughs> so in Sodexo, we had, so it was one of those just quintessential lunchroom, different stations and whatnot for your foods. And there was, there was one, there was one staff member for Sodexo overseeing each station. Uh-huh. And they had a deviled egg contest one night for dinner. I was not there for that. Each of the station heads made their own deviled okay. egg recipe, and they had a what? contest. And it was that the best amazing. dinner I ever ate at that Sodexo. <laughs> of course it would be. So many different takes. You know, you've got your your mustard mayo paprika style bacon. I've seen people use like pimento cheese, like Oh. It's endless, mm-hmm. but I am very—I personally am very much a purist. Mm-hmm. I, I am too. And Erin, your recipe, your traditional recipe—actually, both of them sound amazing. My one difference would be sweet pickle juice 
instead mm-hmm. of the dill pickle mm-hmm. juice. I like them a little bit sweeter and tangier and with about double the paprika because uh, pa- deviled eggs are the reason I have paprika in my cupboard. But I love your idea about making one at a time, like a lunchbox deviled egg, because yeah. I often will boil a dozen eggs to put in salads throughout the week and just, you know, add to things. But if I had some deviled eggs ready to go, no reason mm-hmm. to make up a whole platter, just one for me. Exactly. <laughs> or two exactly. for me. Yeah. Or three for me. Get back here. <laughs> the other thing I will throw out there for those of you that live in a place where you have access, maybe to an Asian grocery store, quail eggs are great for deviled hmm. eggs. They are not fiddly to peel. They take a little while. They take a little bit of time, but it's not hard. They actually peel in a lot of ways. They peel easier than regular eggs. They are tiny. They're like the size of a grape. Um, And then they are just little tiny bite size deviled eggs. So if you ever have a party or a baby shower or something like that, (gasps) they're a delight for an appetizer. You do exactly the same they're just small a movie theater (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can bring them anywhere Um, so super easy you don't have i i like to start with the base of mayo and mustard as sort of what i use as sort of the standard base and then i you mix in whatever other flavors you want sun-dried tomatoes you could do Mm. um cheese any cheese sure any spices that you have in your cabinet that you think hmm, maybe i mean you could take it southwest flavored um Ooh. what if you get a sweet version i was gonna ask about like that too yeah maybe that would be that's super that ambitious a more ambitious you would not be able to start obviously with the mustard mayo base in that no. case no. maybe yogurt is maybe what oh. you would start with because you with need cinnamon instead of paprika. Yolk, yes, needs a little something to to sort of um, it's too dry, so you right, need you to add some sort of liquid in it to to fill and to fill it out as well. Um, but yeah, if you want Note, to take an experiment, you could try that. Note to our listeners: we have not tried a sweet deviled egg, so we cannot no. actually uh, guarantee that it won't be gross. But it's intriguing. <laughs> It is. It we is want to try it now. I would say for that one, definitely make one. Don't <laughs> make a bunch. I, I feel you should start by making one and see if it works before you commit to a, Give me a science a experiment. Ongoing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can report back to us in the future. Um, maybe in the Facebook group, if that, you know, if you if you try it, report back if you've made a sweet one or. You know, if you have a, a favorite deviled egg flavor profile that you want to throw out there, I'd like to hear them. I love eggs. So this recipe and the pictures of these eggs will be in our Facebook group. Uh, well, the recipe will be uh, with the podcast, which will be on our website. Actually, they'll all be on our website. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> the recipe and the pictures will be uh, with the podcast post on our website and in our Facebook group. One of them is like literally the Lutheran Lady Sange Pink, which is fantastic mm-hmm. actually uh and we have more recipe additions also in the podcast so if you love recipes uh, especially well we cover all kinds of recipes we had an, an entire episode on jello which was like 
the most epic episode ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have all of that stuff on the podcast. This is our share edition of the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. We have one more mini episode to throw at you after this break. Prayerfully consider supporting KFUO Radio during share 2020. We do rely on your support in order to stay on the airwaves and over the internet and to be able to produce all of these podcasts for you, our listeners, so that we can share the love of Jesus Christ with everyone around the world and also provide a place uh, for our Lutheran brothers and sisters to come together and have this community together like we do in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I wish I was full of deviled eggs. <laughs> and I've never been less happy to social distance. <laughs> <laughs> This is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller inviting you to join me every Monday afternoon on Cross Defense, 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock here on KFUO Radio, where we take up curious topics, curious Christian topics, to excite our imaginations, equip our minds, and comfort our consciences with the supreme and beautiful clarity of God's Word. It happens on Cross Defense every Monday afternoon, 2 to 3, here on KFUO. Please make plans to join us. And if you can't join us live, check out the podcast at kfuo.org. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge share edition. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. It is share 2020 for KFUO Radio, and this is our special edition of the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. We're showcasing uh, a little glimpse into a few of our usual segments. These are <laughs> These are very mini episodes, <laughs> maybe a third to a quarter of the length of what our episodes usually are. <laughs> True. Uh, but it's kind of a, a broad view of the things that we like to be able to uh, share with our, our sisters in Christ. Uh, and during share we also prayerfully or, or ask that you prayerfully support KFUO Radio. We are listener supported and we do rely on on you, our listeners, to support us financially so that we can stay on the airwaves and over the internet and provide you with the good news of Jesus Christ wherever you might be. And so our last segment for this Lutheran Ladies Lounge is a Breeze How to Lutheran. So That's what right. are we talking about, Bree? Well, as a fundraising professional and a Lutheran... <laughs> I thought, what better time than share 2020 to talk about how to Lutheran from the, through the lens of generosity. Mm -hmm. um, I have worked in LCMS mission advancement for about seven or eight years now. And if there's anything that I have learned in that time frame, time and again, it becomes evident to me that being Lutheran implies this generosity that people in our church body exude on a routine basis. Um, I have the benefit and the, the privilege of speaking with individuals on a daily basis who, even now in the midst of COVID-19 and shelter in place and economic uncertainty. Um, people in our church body 
are not shying away from finding out how they can help. They're not shying away from saying, how much do you need? Or what can I do to help? Or I'm sorry, I don't feel like this is enough, but here, take it. The generosity that I see being shown in our church body on it, even even outside of these extraordinary circumstances, just it makes me so proud to be able to meet and work alongside such generous contributors to the the mission and ministry of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Um, And it's and if we look at it from a KFUO perspective, KFUO is a broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Um, it has a very devoted listener base, and it's clear that people that listen to this station come back time and again because they know that they're going to be getting good gospel-centered, uh, doctrinally-centered programming that ultimately can be broadcast to the ends of the earth and ultimately allows us to fulfill the the mission that God calls us to is to make disciples is to spread is to spread the good news of Jesus life death and resurrection for our salvation um and so the listenership in their contributions i i have to believe that th- that's that's the primary reason why they do that, why they give of themselves and they give of their finances to ensure that this is just one way that the gospel can be proclaimed for years to come. Well, and KFUO is wonderful in that it gives the opportunity not only for that clear gospel proclamation, but the chance to see what that looks like uh, on ground level that this is where faith and life, and I know our show is more often on the sort of life application side mm-hmm. of Lutheran theology. I mean, <laughs> what, 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 what does uh, Lutheran theology have to do with Jello or uh, fill in the that blank other strange stuff, Mardi Gras? Um, <laughs> that was a great quiz. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not something that is up high in the clouds. It's something that is down close to the ground with us poor mortals where we are. And KFUO does a wonderful job of showing that in all of its programs, what does faith look like in action and how can the Bible uh, and our Lutheran confessions inform all of our life? Um, and it's really, I'm, I'm so thrilled and honored to be a part of this ministry. Uh, and you can be too, obviously. Um. <laughs> I mean, KFUO in and of itself has a good number of, what is it? There's 32 podcasts. We have, we have 23 podcasts, not 32. There's 18 programs that are broadcast across the airwaves. I think all of it can is, is streamed and it can be streamed in one form or another. It's tremendously accessible. But even with programs like the Lutheran Ladies Lounge, whether you're talking about deviled eggs or what it means to be a body positive, faithful daughter of God, the the contributions that are made by the loyal listeners um, can ensure that we can continue to have community and have interesting discussions and talk about 
our lives as Lutherans, but also to share that gospel message on a routine basis. What I th- one of the things that that you brought up, Brie, and that we have been talking about is that we do broadcast online since the invention of the internet. Uh, we have been online and we've been podcasting since well before podcasting was the cool thing that everybody, including us, are now doing. <laughs> um, and when we do have twenty three podcasts, uh, which is a lot, and they run the gamut of things that are more, you know chapter and verse Bible studies that people eat up, which is awesome to uh, talk about things in the public square, how we live our lives as citizens. And then we have podcasts like the one that we do that is very much a life together, a, a view of what it actually means to just live as a Lutheran in this world in all of the different aspects of what that means. And what I think is super duper cool is that our podcasts as of this recording, at least, they're in 37 countries around the world, which is crazy. You know, and there's people that uh, that will share that they're listening from places all over the world. I mean, Germany is the number two country of places that are downloading our podcasts uh, and other places like Singapore and Australia and the Philippines and France and Britain and New Zealand and Norway, like all of these people all over the world are accessing this content and hearing about Jesus. And I mean, who knows how many of these people are listening to something Christian for the first time, or they're curious about what it means to be a believer and they're able to, to access these things online and to hear the gospel uh, in some of these places, that gospel may not be very accessible at all. Uh, or they may be, you know, persecuted for for believing in Jesus, and to be able to have that outreach, uh, and to be able to share Christ into those places is a is a really incredible thing. I I still some I still can't believe that this is my job. Some days, I mean, it's just yeah. it is that cool. <laughs> well, and, and the, the listeners that make that possible, it, it is really the listeners is. that make that possible. That with your gifts, but also with getting the word out mm-hmm. that. Even if you're listening on 8.50 a.m. in the St. Louis, greater metropolitan area, the fact that every program just about that you listen to is available online means that everything that is touching your heart on a daily basis is expanding your life of faith. You can log on or not log on. Sorry. You can click in, find it, (laughs) share it. You can spread the good news by sharing KFUO content. It's easy as pasting a link into your Facebook feed and suddenly everyone you know can be listening to and being built up in the faith by KFUO. So Sarah, tell us how uh, those of us who would like to support the ministry of KFUO with a financial gift can do so. You can go to our website, kfuo.org slash shareathon, and you can give one time or you can give ongoing, or you can you can send a text. You can message KFUO to the number 41444. Uh, we also have giving levels. I think the coolest level is the day sponsorship, and that is the $480 level because that is the one that you actually get to hear a message broadcast over the air. So you get to pick a day and you get to have your message shared uh, several times throughout the day. So a lot of people will do this for birthdays or anniversaries or uh, in memory of somebody who has passed away. 
Uh, some churches do this in honor of their pastors, which I think is a super cool way. That to is honor, amazing. To honor your pastor. Yeah. I mean, how cool would that be? Lots of different ways to, uh, or if you just, you know, want to share a, a message about Jesus on a specific day, you can do that. That's the, the $480 level uh, or $40 a month. You don't have to do it all at once. Of course, the 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 whole point of this, the whole goal of this is so that we can uh, stay broadcasting the good news of Jesus Christ over the airwaves around the world. And we do rely on you, our listeners, in order to do that. Once again, you can go to kfuo.org slash share for all of those details and to give online. Or you can text us at any time. Text KFUO to 41444 to give those gifts. And we are very grateful for all of your financial support. Yes, For the Lutheran Ladies Lounge, if you want more of this content, <laughs> you can you can find us at kfuo.org slash Lutheran Ladies Lounge or on your favorite podcasting app. You can find all of our episodes or you can join our community. If you're a Lutheran lady, you can join us on Facebook in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge group. You can just search for us there. But for now, thanks for listening to us during share 2020. It's It's been a hoot. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. Concord Matters is the program where we seek to be of one mind that is the mind of Christ. And to do that, Christ-confessing Concordians read through and discuss the Book of Concord, which is our Lutheran confession of faith drawn from Holy Scripture, so that you too may be of one mind and confess with Christ. Be sure to listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central on KFUO Radio or anytime on KFUO.org or anywhere you get your podcasts. Until we convene for Concord again, keep confessing, church. He was highly talented. Man, words today from your heart. He went to Augustana Cemetery. Uh-oh. Augustana Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, KFUO is not the Lutheran Hour. <laughs> I love eggs. From my head down to my leg. (laughs) Do we need to to secure copyright on that? (laughs) Sorry. Um, It has a very devoted loyal base, very devoted listener base. We have have 23 podcasts, not 32, although it would be fun to have 32. You want me to- okay. No, no. Re- redo. <laughs> no, you want to just cut out thirty-two and have you say twenty-three, where I said thirty-two. <laughs> On Facebook, we have our group Lutheran Ladies Lounge, the uh, the sisterhood of of uh, the internet. I don't know Lutheran internet style. <laughs> this has never happened before. Oh my god! I know, right?
Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Join our community on Facebook in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge.